Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. So, Stacy, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm on vacation this week. Yes. So, yes, you, you know. Yes, you, you are. <laughs> I, was, I have popcorn in my hand. I'm trying to hit my bell at the same time. It's, oh, it was. Okay. It didn't work out very well. Um, yeah. Yes, I know that you have been on vacation, and yes. I, um, I haven't heard from you at all, all week long, <laughs> because I'm going to guess that means you've been having a really great vacation. So please tell me about your vacation. Okay, sure. So we did just do a staycation because we, um, it was kind of just a last minute, like, oh my gosh, our brains are just uh, spent. We need some time off and there's a holiday week coming up. So let's just take the holiday week off. So right. we only decided to take it like two weeks before. So we just did like a quick little um, staycation. But we've done several things. So like we went and played disc golf, which we haven't done in forever. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was really nice. And I want, definitely want to get back into it. Yeah, uh, we we went to a new course that we hadn't been to before, and it was nice. Um, I went swimming, which actually <laughs> I went oh, you've on been Monday wanting to go swimming for like ever. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, and but it was I did go on Monday, which I guess I didn't really think that through because everyone, well, most people was off on were off on Monday. Oh, since the yeah. July, I felt yeah. yeah. So I it was, was up on Monday. Packed. Yeah. Yeah. It yep. was totally packed, but I found, so basically what, I, so James didn't go with me. He doesn't care anything about swimming. So, yeah. Thomas um, cares nothing about swimming either. <laughs> it's so, it's so relaxing. I don't know. I know. Yeah. I love to swim. Yes, me too. Uh, but our pool, it's a community pool and it has, uh, they have three lap lanes at the end for people that want to swim laps. So, uh, I found the secret and I just got in one of the lanes and then kind of like leisurely swam back and forth, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was using it and they couldn't tell me, you know, oh, you're not, you're not a good enough swimmer or whatever. <laughs> you're not swimming but, like a, you know, professional lap swimmer. <laughs> That's right. But you know. it was funny because there was this guy that came up later in the lane beside of me. And he was obviously like a legit swimmer. Like he had yeah. form and he was doing different kinds of like, yep. the, I don't know what the, all they're called. But anyway, he was trying <laughs> out different. Yeah. Different strokes. Different strokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> different strokes. Different folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Different, different strokes. So yeah. he, um, he was serious about it. And I was just like, uh, yeah. Did he have this, like this fancy goggles? You know what I mean? Yes. He had fancy goggles and he had this little like headband thing, or maybe it might've been built into his goggles, but it held what looked like a iPod Nano, which it might've actually just been an MP3 player, but it had a iPad, a iPod Nano in the back and okay. then it, con- it connected it had headphones and <gasps> so he was he able was to listen to music listening to music swimming. oh my god I'm yeah <laughs> i know he was super fancy that's and, nice um i didn't see not one other person wearing nose plugs <laughs> except this I guy no he wasn't wearing them oh. i think i'm the only person i wear nose plugs oh and, you wear nose plugs okay yeah and i think i'm the only person in the world that still wears nose plugs <laughs> 
say I don't I don't wear nose plugs um no I don't I don't know anybody who does no I've (laughs) never met another person that wears nose plugs that's okay that's okay you do you you do you that's right that's right I can (laughs) swim upside down without having to worry about it so there (laughs) (laughs) okay um but anyway, so then we went, we found, we just happened upon, we were going to go on a picnic, take the dog with us and go on a picnic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we just stumbled upon this sculpture park that had like 15 different sculptures. In Ooh. It. Yeah. So that was really nice and it had a little creek. So we let the dog like run in the creek a little bit and then Neat. we walked back and forth. Yeah. Um, we did trivia, which we haven't done. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Since Knoxville. Uh, but yeah, there's that, that beer on the wall place that I've talked about a couple yes, times. Yes, they yes, They have trivia on Tuesdays. Excellent. And we, uh, we almost came in third. It was a tiebreaker and we, we missed the tiebreaker by like a couple points, you know, like mm-hmm. it was yardage or something for football. James and I both were like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, throw out a random number. Um, so yeah, we missed Where's it by Nick like when you need him? I know. I needed phone a friend. <laughs> um, but that, I thought that was pretty good considering I am a, a worthless when it comes to trivia. Um, <laughs> and James had to carry it all. Um, but it, what was really funny was there was four different rounds. And the first two, like I think in the first round, we only got one question right. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And then the second round, we maybe missed two or something. And James is like, I'm, I'm, I think I might, we might just leave. He was like, this is terrible. And I said, oh, I my gosh. Yeah, I was like, I told you I'm not good at trivia. Like, I'm going to be no help. And he, uh, and so we still had a beer, and we were like, okay, well, let's just answer a few more questions and, until we finish our beer. Well, round three came up, and we got all of them right. And then round oh four my gosh. came up, and we got all of them right. So we were like, wait a minute. So as the questions get harder, we do better? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Maybe so we were pretty more, proud. Do better. Yeah, maybe that's actually the key. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we were actually proud of ourselves by the end. I think we're going to go back next week, too, or this coming nice. week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay, just three more things real quick. Um, no, you're fine. I'm, I want to hear about your vacation. Take your time. Okay. I just feel like I'm starting off with a really long... Uh, mo- uh, well, I guess this is pretty normal. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, we... Uh, I guess we didn't technically have a pipe burst because I think it was already burst, but oh. we have two uh, outside faucets, you know, yeah, spigots, yeah. and we always use the front one, but uh, this week we, we've got some landscaping done, and so one it was really hot for two or three of the days, like in the 90s, so we were going to... Or I needed to water the new plants. Right, and right. so I hooked the hose up and I'm watering and all that. And all of a sudden, James comes running outside and he's like, oh, we have a problem. And came back oh, no. in and the basement had a good portion of it had flooded and was about oh, two no. inches deep. Yeah. Uh, so we investigated a little bit and... I guess the pipe had bust uh, somewhere up there because it, it's not leaking when it's not on, but when you turn it on, it leaks. So I guess right. after somewhere. Yeah. Anyway, but it's running in inside the wall. It's running down the wall and then out the um, at the bottom of the wall in the bathroom in the basement. 
Oh my There's God. a hole there where you can like access something and maybe it's to turn that spigot off. Uh, and if that's the case, <laughs> we need to do that. But um, there's like a panel there and it was right. just pouring out of that panel. Oh, um, no. But luckily our basement is, it's a finished basement. Well, most of it's finished, but it is already tile because the owners before us had their sump pump quit working. Oh, uh, and it had flooded the entire basement. So they had redone the basement when they lived here and they did tile, thankfully. So, um, yeah, it was only on the tile and it went into, most of it went into the unfinished part of the basement, which who cares? Right. Um, and, but we had a pile of stuff that we, that I had kept saying we were going to donate, but it's probably been there a year oh, and no. we still hadn't taken it to donate. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so that got soaking, well, the boxes got soaking wet, but surprisingly, cardboard is surprisingly um, hardy when it comes to um, water. So well, yeah, because it absorbs the water in it, in it, you know, and it's very porous, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even though these boxes were sitting in this, like, puddle of water, I mean, we moved them pretty quickly, but... Uh, only one box the I had a pair of pants at the bottom that I was donating and they got a little wet but the rest like wow the rest of the stuff yeah it was it was still dry so I was able to move it to a new box and some of it I just threw away I was like if I'm not gonna donate this I'm just gonna throw it away and then I do I do still have some stuff to donate and we've moved it upstairs and we're gonna take it like this weekend (laughs) um so it finally it was kind of nice because it made us clean out our unfinished part of the basement but there you uh, go there you go yeah, so that was exciting. And then um, we went to the zoo yesterday. Oh, yay! Which... I went to the zoo yesterday. Oh, you did? I did. I did. But I'll, t- I'll talk about my zoo experience in a minute, but you go on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we went to the zoo. And it was kind of, it was the worst day out of the week, though, as far as, like, uh, weather-wise. Yeah. So, that, that kind of sucked because it was, it was so windy and cold. Um, it was cold? And I had... Yeah, it was, I was wearing a short sleeve shirt and shorts, and I was freezing because... Oh, my gosh. Just, yeah. But we um, also down near the zoo. So the zoo is near Lakeshore, uh, the Lakeshore area. And so we went over to the beachy area, and it, it was told cold, so we didn't get go on the beach. But there's a restaurant right. there called... Um, oh, shoot. What was it called? Um, I didn't write it down. It's something... It has shore in the name. Ah, I can't remember. Anyway, they sell their specialty is they're kind of like a beach club looking thing, and they oh. sell like frozen cocktails, nice um, like pina coladas or whatever. Yes. Um, so we got those, and the one I got was like frosé, which is frozen rosé. Uh, ah, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I got the barbecue jackfruit, which I can't. I've tried jackfruit a hundred times, and not a hundred. I've probably tried it three, but uh i've always it's not good it's too mushy it's not there's not enough flavor it's just not was it the shore club chicago by any chance yes i think it is the shore club (laughs) yes north avenue beach yes and there's a a scenic like a pier that goes out into the water that's supposed to be like a scenic that's right next to it i don't know if you're on the map or yeah oh no i just look i just looked up the website so it's okay oh here's the patio here's the cocktails yeah (laughs) and there was one called the frosé but um (laughs) it's really cool the way they're set up that they have because it's basically just a big 
garage and they can open the windows or garage doors or whatever um but they have this whole area that's nothing but like little cabana seats so mm-hmm. i'm guessing you know you just go get a drink and then go sit in your little cabana that's um, nice. On a nice day yeah and then the other side i think was like picnic tables and then they had their bathrooms were actually in shipping containers they had built-in bathrooms somehow in these shipping containers so <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was a really neat spot, and you can get reservations. So I think the next time, like if you come up to visit or whatever, we can go down there, have some drinks, and mm-hmm. look at the beach, and that would be real nice. But that would be real nice. Yeah, so we did that, and then um, we today we went out and played putt putt. Oh, uh, yay! Two different courses. Yeah, I love putt putt, and it's something you just never think to do. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> so. James beat me, so we, on the first one, uh, he was like four four or five points ahead going into the end, like the last three holes, and then he just totally messed up, and I was like, yes, <laughs> and if we got to the last hole. Yeah, time to shine. Exactly, and I caught up to him, but he ended up still beating me by one point at the end. Oh. So, yeah, we went and had lunch, and then um, I was like, let's go play putt-putt again, <laughs> So he was like, okay. So we went and we found another putt putt course, and and then I was ahead. I was I was kicking butt. I mean, it was so smooth. I was getting hitting par, like two strokes on everything, and it was like I was uh, trash talking, saying, you know, I brought my A game this time, and that other one was just a warm up, and I let uh-huh. him win. Yeah, and then I did the exact same thing, like four holes from the end, totally just crapped the bed, and then he caught up, and then on the last hole, he was beat me by one on the very Again? last hole. Yes! Oh my gosh. I am so mad. <laughs> and that's how the hackers got a divorce. Exactly, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. But anyway, that's been my week so far. Now that's- we still have, we're recording this on Friday, so we've got yep. Saturday and Sunday. But Sunday will mostly be prepared for the weekday. Um, so I got, I guess tomorrow, tomorrow's the last day. <laughs> Is he okay? <laughs> I don't know. That's why I was like, wow, he's really yelling. They must, I don't know what they're playing, but they must be having fun doing something. No, good. Good. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, good. That sounds really awesome. And I love, you know, you were talking um at some point about like how you felt like you hadn't had a chance to really explore chicago yet yeah um because of the pandemic and everything and yeah and the, and the really bad winter that you guys had and so it's really cool that you're <laughs> getting a chance to like you know actually explore the place that you live and find yes. the cool and fun things to do there so that's neat yes. i like that i like that a lot yes so Nice. So you so you also went to the zoo. You wanted to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So my week, uh, I did not. I had to go to work, so it was not nearly as fun. But <laughs> it was actually really interesting because the kids got off for their holiday on Friday, and I okay. still had to work. And oh, then yeah. And Thomas took the day off to stay with the kids, and I went to work. And then Monday, both Thomas and I were off work, but the kids got to go back to school. So well, we were weird. like. But we were like, well, we're going to take advantage of this. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It's nice. <laughs> so, it's weird that they did it that way, but nice for you guys. Yeah, exactly. So we sent the kids back to school, and then I, or I took the kids to school, and then I came home, and we slept until like noon because mm. I just really needed to sleep. And then, um, and then we got up, and we went to go have lunch at Drake's. I don't know okay, if you yeah. know Drake's. And I think, feel like it yeah, might Kingston be. Yeah, Kingston Pike. 
Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I feel like it might be a chain, maybe? I don't know. Mm, I don't um, know. But anyway, so I think there, there's at least one in Kentucky, maybe. I don't... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Drake's is good because they have... Um, a they have sushi and they have burgers and right it's a very weird eclectic restaurant right not weird it's, but it is eclectic it is very different it's very different um and i yeah there's several locations so they're kind of like a chain um but i my favorite thing to eat there is the crab rangoon um sushi roll <laughs> oh yeah so uh so we were there we had food and drinks and um and then Thomas really wanted to go to Duluth Trading Company. I don't know why, but I was I like, okay. Know. I didn't know we had one in Knoxville. We do. Yeah, I think it's relatively new. Like, it, it's oh, next to the okay. main event, um, the big arcade oh, thing. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we went there, and I was, like, not expecting. I was like, oh, okay, we'll go to Duluth because, you know, Thomas wants to go to Duluth. Maybe I'll see something that I like. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, super excited. I wasn't, like, dreading it, but I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I'll go to Duluth. Yeah. Um, but we got there, and we started looking around, looking at random stuff, and then I was like, well, I'll just take a... Uh, I started thinking, I should look for overalls, and so I was looking around for overalls, and I was like, well, I'll look in the... Because fem- I couldn't find any in the men's section. I was like, well, I'll look mm-hmm. in the women's and see if I can see any. And then, like, there on the wall... <laughs> Like <laughs> hanging, like light falling on it, you know, like one of those yeah, moments like, oh. of like, oh. uh, <laughs> I wish you had taken a picture of it. I probably should have. Yeah. Um, but there were these beautiful raspberry wine colored oh. uh, gardening bib overalls and yes. I fell in love. So I, I tried them on and they looked like usually, and I was telling Thomas this, like usually when I go into fitting rooms, I hate mm-hmm. fitting rooms because, yeah. you know, I it just, I never feel good usually like putting stuff mm-hmm. on. I'm like, you know, don't look great or I just get depressed and like you try yeah. your things on. But I put them on, they fit perfectly, and they looked mm-hmm. amazing. And I was like, yep. okay. And so I just like held on to them like they were the best thing ever <laughs> and then bought them. I mean, they were expensive, but they are so worth it because they're so yeah. good. Um, they're very comfy, and they have lots of pockets, and mm-hmm. they're cute. So yeah. yay. Um, I love them, which I love overalls <laughs> anyway, and I never even thought about color overalls. I know, I know. So, I was just looking for some like regular overalls, but uh yeah. Yeah. So that was so they're super cute. I wore them to work today. I was like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to. Like, you know, yeah. I was like, is this considered um uh, you know, like business cuz Fridays are casual, so they're like, you know, you can wear jeans. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah. it's casual, so surely I could be okay wearing colored overalls. So yeah. no, nobody yelled at me, and I got lots of compliments. So I'm saying okay. And I just realized there's <laughs> yeah. a little strappy boy, which means I could like roll them up and then have a little strap so that they're oh, not. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, man, those are, those are so things. cool. They were so cool. Anyway, so uh, that was pretty much all we did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like literally, we uh, we slept, we had lunch, and you know, drinks and beers, and then we went to Duluth, and then we picked up the kids. <laughs> Like it was yeah. not a very like big day, um, but later in the week on Thursday, um, Thomas had plans, and I was like, "Well, I don't have anything to to make for supper." I was like, "I need to think of something 
to do with the kids when I pick them up, you know, like grab supper mm-hmm. somewhere or whatever. And I had seen um, on Facebook where there was this thing called After Hours at the zoo. Mm-hmm. And it happens on Thursday nights in July. And I was like, oh, well, it's Thursday night. Well, maybe I'll just uh, I'll just take the kids over to the zoo and we'll have supper yeah. there because we're members. So it was like it would cost nothing to get into the zoo. Right. Um, so the only thing I have to pay for would be food or whatever. And so I was like, OK, well. And so they have beer and stuff. They have lots of drinks that you can get at the zoo now. Um, and so we had supper and I had beers and we walked around <laughs> at the zoo Nice. Uh, and saw lots of animals, and the kids had a great time, and it was really fun. So, <laughs> that was so, like, so totally spontaneous. Just they had no yeah. idea. Just picked them up and said, "Hey, you guys want to go to the zoo?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "Heck yeah!" Yep, absolutely. So, is the after hours members only, or is it just something they no, do? No, it's it's for anybody. You just have if oh. you're if you're not a member, you would have to buy a ticket. Yeah. Um, I guess I just didn't, I guess I didn't, I had never, of course, maybe they weren't using it before or doing it before, but I guess what's the, is it just because it's late? So maybe the animals aren't as active or I just, what's the difference um, between extending their hours and calling it after hours? You know what I mean? Well, I think because they do like, they have a food truck and they have like specific drinks that they make. I forget what it was. It was like some type of margarita that they'd made just for that night. Okay. So okay. they, they kind of make it sort of a like a special, you know, event. Yeah. That you okay, can go I and, see. Yeah. Um, and so the idea is that you're like eating and dining and being able to see. But I, honestly, the animals are more active, I thought. Yeah. Um, at night because or, you know, not like because it's not dark, dusk but, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were, you know, they were like eating and kept, yeah. they, they were more like I saw giraffes and I saw the tiger like, you know, it, it seemed yeah. like they were more around there anyway. Yeah, our, when we went, we got to the zoo, like, because we did eat lunch first, so we got to the, we actually got into the zoo, like, at one, and even though, it was, I thought maybe because it was a cloudy, cold day that they would have been out moving, no, they were all sleeping, like, just in their little houses, so, you know, we, we saw the polar bear was walking around a little, but... Uh, other than that, the oh, and there's there's these other things. They're not coyotes, but they're kind of like uh, they look like coyotes, and they were kind of running around being playful. But every like all of the other animals were just asleep, and I was like, "Yep, middle of the day." <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, that seems but, it does seem like a good time to go. Yeah. So they had like they have different food trucks. Um, they had Orali Mexican food. I didn't get that though. Hmm. Um, no. But they have different food trucks, and then they have different drinks that they make and I don't know if they're going to do it throughout it says just in July so I don't know if it's going to be like okay um if they're going to continue it after July or I don't know but yeah okay anyway but five to eight on Thursdays mm-hmm. if you're in Knoxville try it cool check it out yeah check it out check it out <laughs> but yeah so that's pretty much and then I guess the only other news that I have um is that I just signed <laughs> and I well the whole family but the only people who are going to take advantage of it I think are right. going to be Kess and me um, yeah. for the Knoxville Track Club <laughs> because Kess is like um, I mentioned it to her I guess yesterday I was like hey you know they're having another one of those practice runs on Saturday um, morning if you want to get up I don't know why I mentioned it to her um, <laughs> if you want to get up really early we could go and run and she was like oh yeah and so she didn't even feel good today like <laughs> 
she was having some tummy trap problems and she was no, like no. coughing and stuff. And I was like, you know, we don't have to go. And she was like, no, I told my teacher, because one of the teachers is a member of the track club and oh. goes there. She's like, I told her that I was going to be there. Um, and and now I got to go. And I was like, you don't really have to, but I'm not going to argue with you. Like. <laughs> it's accountability, Devin. She's I know. accountability. She is, man. Mm-hmm. She is. So she was like, so she's very into into the whole thing um so mm-hmm. i was like and there's like a series of kids runs and stuff that they do yeah and, you know they're doing these like um these group runs obviously train for the marathon which of course i'm not doing but um but you know but there's still like camaraderie and you know yeah people being nice. so i was like okay well we'll um we'll do a uh We'll, we'll join and support the organization and, mm-hmm. you know, try to get Cass into some more of these little kids' runs because I'm sure he, she'd appreciate that. Yeah. And maybe I'll run too. Yeah. <laughs> Be a good way to get back into it. Right. I mean, you know, if we're going to go practice, doing practice runs with people, I mean, I'm obviously not going to just, like, stand behind while she yeah. runs it. Right. Um, so I will, uh, I will do my best to keep up, but... Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's me. That's, that's going on with me. Uh, (laughs) goodness, we've talked a lot. What are you drinking? We haven't even gotten to that yet. (laughs) We're like, I I know we haven't even talked about drinking. We'll have to start making that the first question. Like instead of, Hey Stacy, it'll just be like, what What are you drinking? drinking? (laughs) (laughs) What are you drinking? Go. Um, well, I'm only drinking water tonight because I'm on vacation this week and there's been a lot of drinking. So, oh, well, fair enough. I, if I would have planned ahead, I would have been like, oh, I should I should save some drinking for weekly playtime. But you know what? I didn't. That's so, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was that one time that I drank water while... Uh, <laughs> that one drink. time? <laughs> Out of like 130-something episodes, there was that one time. There was that one time. Yep. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am drink. I open, opened a bottle of wine. Um... Mm-hmm. And, it, and I may have already drank this before. I have, I have now, I have no idea. Like, I really need to keep yeah. a wine journal. I was telling Thomas, yeah. like, I forget now. <laughs> I, like, I see labels and I'm like, I think I had that. Number one, I'm not sure if I did. You're right. Number two, then I'm like, did I like it? I don't remember if I liked it or not. So it's like, I need to, yeah. keep, <laughs> I need to start keeping a journal so that I know which yeah, ones. There needs to be, like, instead of uh, tapped, which is the beer one. There right, needs to right. Be one for wine. There really does need to be one because like I, or I mean, I could probably, I was telling Thomas, I could probably make one with like the notes app on my iPhone, especially oh, yeah. now. Cause you can just like take pictures and put them into your notes and yeah, you know, um, so I probably ought to do something like that. But anyway, I am drinking a Paso Creek Cabernet Sauvignon mm-hmm. from the town that, you know, I discovered is drinking wine, uh, Paso Robles, <laughs> California. Uh, and this is a 2015 vintage. And it says, bold character derived from stubborn patience. And I feel like I have had this before and have had this discussion. So my apologies if uh, this is just a repeat of something else that I have uh, already talked about. But I do enjoy okay. this wine. It's good. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, good. Make a note of it. That's right. Make a note. Make a yes. note uh, to my wine journal. Yes. Um, and speaking of wine journals, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I think that our topic for today is to talk about dreams. Yes. Dreams, dreams, dreams. And I know that one of the things that I had said I was going to do was try to keep a dream journal 
<laughs> I I wrote one of my dreams down <laughs> this week, so technically I did it. Um, <laughs> well, you're doing better than me because, well, as I said, this is vacation, so mm-hmm. I kicked off. I don't know if our listeners could tell by the episode that posted this week, but I kicked off vacation last Friday and was pretty, already pretty drunk by the time <laughs> I, we even started recording. Um, yep. So I didn't even remember. I remembered that the topic was going to be dreams, but I did not remember that I was even supposed to keep a journal. So you're doing better than me. Oh, that's okay. That is fine. Yeah. That is fine. <laughs> um, I did this. I was a fortunate, a fortunate for, fortuitous circumstance um, mm-hmm. that this this week, this dream, this week I did happen to have like several weird, weird ass dreams. So I have okay. plenty to talk about. Okay. Um, but I thought first we just kind of talk about like very, very briefly what dreams are um, okay. and like what <laughs> like what they do. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, because I, the TLDR of this is that we don't really freaking know. Um, right. Nobody knows really what dreams do. Um, there's a lot of theories and there's some studies that have suggested that it's like a way for your brain to um sort through information and it's a way mm-hmm. to forget thing you know like i think there's a quote in one of the articles that i have this time article about um dreaming is a way that you forget things oh yeah we huh. dream we dream to forget wrote nobel laureate Fran- francis crick in 1984 <laughs> um <laughs> because I, I feel like you almost dream to try to remember but i guess go ahead i guess you're going to explain but uh, right yeah. yeah i mean i don't know if that's but like some people have this idea that you dream to like try to figure stuff out or to solve problems. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. people think you have you dream to like purge information, you know, mm-hmm. like you've yeah. got so much information in your brain that you've just got to like, you know, like put all of your information into the garbage disposal of your subconscious mind and just like right. do something with it so that it'll go away. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, other people like, there's like Freud and Jung who have thought, oh, well, you can interpret your dreams to, you know, figure out what you're repressing or what you're, you know, yeah. or you can interpret your dreams to figure out if there's like something you need to be paying attention to in your life. Um, and then, of course, there's like religious ideas and spiritual. So there's lots of different ideas about dreams, uh, yeah. but nobody knows. <laughs> I just right, want to be right. very clear. Dreams are a big mystery. Um, but I thought also it would be fun to just kind of talk about like our history with dreams and kind of like, you know, have you always dreamed? Have dreams been important to you? Like, what do you like personally? What do you think? How are dreams useful to you or not useful to you? Or like, just like, what's your stance on dreams? (laughs) Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, I think I've always dreamed. Well, I, I say that, but I definitely don't, uh, I don't always remember my dreams, right? Right, so, right. Like you said, you remember three dreams this week, but I only remember one dream this week. Oh, um, I just remember three dreams that were interesting, and then there's like five that I remember. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely not, I most of the time, unless it's sometimes like I'll, because I often hit snooze, so I often <laughs> will wake yeah. up and hit snooze, and I'll kind of drift and do like a kind of a little dream but that's not even really i mean that's just kind of like a 
that's not quite as deep, I guess. Right, right. But, um, yeah, and that's actually worth mentioning because dreams are supposedly, they happen when you're in REM state, right? So you're like in a light, lighter stage of sleep. Um, And that's one of the things I noticed was that the nights that I got really deep sleep, I had no memories of any dreams. But whenever I was getting light sleep, then I had lots of crazy ass dreams. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, but I I am a person that that remembers dreams. They just don't happen that often, I would say. But um, my opinion of dreams is that... There's probably something going on at a deeper level, and that's like your subconscious trying to work something out. Um, Right. Because I have, well, when I was young, I had one reoccurring dream, which I can get into later, but just as a general theme, I had one reoccurring dream that would happen all the time, Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. and then as we've probably mentioned at some point, uh, I do sleepwalk, and when most of the time when i'm doing sleepwalking stuff it is someone is either stealing like someone's come in and they're trying to steal something from us right or someone's come in and they're like they they aren't usually attacking me the only time that they started attacking me was when i was taking zyrtec uh oh no yeah that was when i started having people come at me but otherwise usually it's someone trying to steal something and I see them and I'm trying to stop them. Um, so that's kind of reoccurring, but there really isn't a story to the dream. It's just like, I, I see this person and they're always stealing different things or doing different things or whatever. And I'm, uh, you know, trying to go after them. But that's part of a sleepwalk, which might be even different than dreaming. That's I don't true. Know. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. So I guess, and then just in general, my dreams tend to be pretty harmless like this one lady i work with or used to work with i don't anymore but used to work with she said that she like always had nightmares like always right right um and definitely i mean mine i've definitely had a nightmare or two but in general they're just kind of like goofy like (laughs) the one this week which is not very in-depth so i'll go i'll go into it but uh i was just trying to put i was like leaving a class and um was trying to pick up my stuff and I just kept having handfuls of pencils. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, why do I have so many pencils? And I was just like a handful of pencils and just putting them in my backpack. So, you know, it's just kind of goofy things like that. It's not like anything super crazy, but right, yeah. Right. So I think in general, I have dreams occasionally I remember. They're usually funny or, you know, just kind of goofy. Um, I had the one reoccurring when I was younger, but probably haven't had it since was probably left my teens yeah and then the sleepwalking so that's my overview okay okay gotcha yeah i had an interesting history with dreams because of course my there was i had my mom who i've Mm -hmm. talked about before who was very like into you know was wiccan and neo-pagan and into Mm -hmm. you know uh new agey stuff and so dreams were like she had dream dictionaries um Mm. like dreams were a a way to like connect with the divine and i think that my mom for her and i think that my mom had this idea that you could even kind of make predictions based on your dreams Mm -hmm. like it would tell you something that was gonna happen oh Um, that's exciting yeah but um but i don't i don't necessarily believe that but we'll get into that here in a second but that was kind of like my you know, my background, like dreams were, were, um, had, had a seriousness and a gravity and a, 
they were okay. they were seen as important and sacred in my family mm-hmm. like you know okay. growing up with her so i'm gonna win a lifetime supply of pencils <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, i figured it out that's right that's what you've been that's what you've been waiting for your whole life <laughs> yeah okay sorry i just realized no that. that's great um and i mean it's not to say that hers weren't goofy like one right. of her one of her most vivid dreams i still remember from her telling me about it was um that there was a she was building she she had a dream that she was building an overpass for goats just <laughs> <laughs> trying to save the goats right like trying to yeah. make sure that they could go over the the interstate Aww. and i was just like and i mean you know she doesn't care about goats uh, we didn't have goats. It was just yeah. such a, it was just one of those random dreams, and um, but she would always like that would be one of the things she'd reference when she'd reference like crazy dreams. Yeah. Um, but she one of the one of my reoccurring dreams is something that I feel like I inherited. If you can inherit a dream from somebody, <laughs> okay. Um, Mom used to have something called house dreams, and mm-hmm. she told me that they were very important because uh, in her in her uh, life. Um, house dreams represented the self. Mm -hmm. And so um, you should always, if you have a dream about a house, you should pay attention to what is happening to your house because chances are it's telling you something that you need to, that you need to pay attention to in your own self. So like, you know, she would have a dream where um, she was, you know, trying to clean out an attic and it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Well, then maybe mm-hmm. there are these thoughts or these things that I'm holding on to in my brain that I need to like clear out and clear my head, you know, like she would always yeah. make these very um, specific connections. And so I have throughout, throughout my life had house dreams. Mm-hmm. And, um, and one of the dreams I want to talk about uh, that I had this week was actually a house dream. So, okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah, so I had that that history with it, and then um, <laughs> and so I've always been interested in dreams. And something that I, I just want to throw out there is like an interesting thing that people should watch if, if you haven't is a movie called Waking Life. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out in two thousand and one, so it's old, but it's really really interesting. It's like it's basically a one. It's like an animated dream sequence. And it's like oh. a series of different types of vignettes that occur in this sort of dreamlike state. And yeah. it talks about dreams and dreaming, um, but it also talks about like philosophy and, you know, existentialism and just like all this other stuff. So it's, it's really interesting. I'll put a link to it in show notes. Um, but when I was in college, I actually took a class that was called DreamWork with a professor named Marilyn Callett, who has retired from the University of Tennessee, but she was a poetry professor. And the class was all about using your dreams to write poetry and like do serious like exploration with yourself. Yeah. And that class probably like was more, uh, more influential and like, um intense for me and like life-changing for me than anything else I'd done in my entire college career just because I you know tapped into these deep you know like 
this wellspring of dreams and started paying attention and writing about them and exploring myself through them. And so all that to say um, that I feel like a bit, the biggest thing for dreams for me is that it's a way for me. It's like a tool. It's kind of like tarot cards for me. It's Mm -hmm. not going to tell me the future. It's not going to tell me like, you know, what I should or should not do. But what it will do is if I can look at it like a series of symbols and say, okay, let me think about what this series of symbols might be telling me about what's going on now and my true state of mind and what I might want to do or not to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of my view on dreams. And the only other thing that is a little bit out there and woo woo. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that I am firmly convinced that I visit with my uh, dead relatives in my dreams. <laughs> well, I have, but that's m- nice though. It is can... very nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, uh, it happened after my grandfather passed away and I would have dreams where he would show up and, um, you know, and he would like help me out, you know, yeah. and do things for me or we would have conversations. And so, now I see my grandfather and my grandmother and my mom on a regular yeah. basis. And it's like, yeah. it's always a really interesting and powerful dream when they're when they're involved. And so yeah. I choose to believe whether or not, I have no scientific basis for this, but right. I choose to believe that that is a way that I, that I keep them with me. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but that's, uh, yeah, that's what dreams are to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like we both have a positive... Uh, connection with yeah dreams, I would say. yeah no absolutely uh, but I thought it might be interesting to share like a couple of dreams and uh, try to try, try to think about what they might mean <laughs> okay okay sure okay um well so I um well speaking just real quick because you were talking about revisiting with the uh, dead relatives or whatever uh-huh. I don't know that I've had too many or at least none that come to mind right now with uh, various dead relatives but I did have one with our dog that passed away a year ago Aww. and it was almost I think almost a year to the day when it happened when I oh, had wow. the dream yeah um I I can't I can't if not it was like maybe the day before or day after but um it Uh, Argos was in the dream and he was on a farm and he was playing with a bunch of other dogs and just in the dream I had this good feeling of like he's happy here or right you know and that was it was just so nice um to experience that you know yeah Um, yeah so just kind of yeah that was nice that's really cool yeah um Okay, so I'll have I have uh, two themes that then that I want to talk about, and then I have I want to talk about my reoccurring dream because still to this day, I don't understand why I kept having this reoccurring dream, and I would say that I had it probably like five at least five times, if not more, and it happened exactly the same way. That's what was so weird about it. Okay, it okay, it wasn't like a theme, but it was a it happened the same way every time. The actual right? re- the actual dream happening over and over again. Yeah, yeah, okay, and it stopped for uh, you know no reason unless we can decipher why it was happening okay okay but i'll talk about the two themes first just because they'll be shorter okay um i've had in now this was um so i haven't had this one too recently but for a long time i would have a dream where if i was trying to run away from somebody or escape um i would get out of the house and it was always my parents house Mm -hmm. Uh, where I grew up and I would be trying to run away 
and it's like I couldn't run fast enough, and I would start um, moving my arms as if I was swimming. Yeah. It was like the air was thick. Yes, yes. And I was like trying to push through it. Uh, So that was a common theme if I was trying to run away. Or, or, I just remembered this one too. Man, this is bringing up a whole bunch of stuff. Um, (laughs) Sometimes if I would try to hide, uh, the door, I couldn't close the door. Like it would be too small for the door frame. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So those would both happen when I was trying to run away. And then when sometimes if I decided to fight back, um, if I caught the person or if I started getting in a fight with them, I would be hitting them with various things. So sometimes just my fist or sometimes I would have like the traditional, I'm going to take this vase and hit them on top of the head. <laughs> but it would never hurt them. Right. I, to me, that probably makes me think I was probably in a situation where I felt helpless. Um, yeah. Because I was trying to beat them up or defend myself and nothing was working. Right. No matter what I did. And I would wake up feeling uh, ang- or, uh, like distraught because it'd be like, that was like, oh my God, I was just hitting a guy in the head with a hammer. Like, I feel terrible. But right, he was right. fine in the dream, you know. Um, but yes, so running away slowly i guess in thick air yes Um, doors that won't close and trying to beat up people but nothing happening so those are some themes if you have any thoughts on those right well i know that i've definitely had the the run the thick running like it's almost like you're running through mud right yeah so you're trying so hard to run and you just can't and i think that that's a pretty common um Mm -hmm. thing that happens it's almost like i don't know if you've ever tried to read in your dreams but it's really hard to Uh, read in dreams um and that's so i feel like it's kind of hard to run in dreams like do you ever have you ever had a dream where you've been able to run like normally i don't think so yeah Yeah. probably not i don't think i ever have either um so i don't know if it's like dream physics um yeah but I, i find it interesting that with all of these there is a um for you there's like this there's like the situation where you're either trying to get away from somebody else or you're trying to de- you're trying to defend yourself in some way. Yes. So you're either trying yeah. to run away, you're trying yeah. to hide, or you're yeah. trying to attack. And yes. all of these three different ways of dealing with conflict are not working. Yeah. And so it's like and so I wonder if whenever you were having these dreams if maybe it was there was a conflict going on and you were like taking that kind of approach at the time and it, mm. and it didn't work out. So like yeah. maybe when you were having running dreams, you were like avoiding <laughs> yeah. the conflict or the confrontation. Uh, and it was like, eh, this ain't going to work, you know? And then right. maybe yeah. whenever you were trying to hide, you were like hiding from, you know, hiding from something yeah. and it wasn't working. And then maybe when you were fighting um, the perpetrator, you were yeah. like, direct you know being direct and going headlong but you were maybe not doing it in the right way or maybe you just had a lot of anxiety about it yeah Um, yeah. so that would be i mean you know obviously you have to see what was happening in your life when you were having those dreams but right yeah that would be my initial just like Mm, off the cup cup interpretation yes (laughs) i think that all makes sense okay um okay so now you're ready to hear my reoccurring yes i want to hear your reoccurring dream Okay, so for some reason, and I have, it was always at my um, grandmother's house on my mom's side. So my maternal grandmother's house. Okay. And we were there, and I think it was usually a family, like, we always went there for family or holiday events, you know, like Christmas and 
uh, Memorial Day or whatever. Right. You know, it was just like one of those family gatherings. Right? Now, before so, you go forward, is this the grandmother yeah. that you would go spend summers with? No. No. The other grandmother. No. Okay. Just yeah. je- checking. Important. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, we would be there and it would be, you know, people there, people I trusted. It would be my mom, my aunt, my grandmother. Um, it would be people like that. And they would always somehow get me into the basement. So rather at first, and maybe that part slightly changed because maybe I became smarter about what was happening in the dream. But like the first one, they just said, hey, why don't you go get something in the basement? And then the second one was like, oh, it's fine. Go down there or whatever. And then maybe the third one, I was like, I don't want to go. But then they somehow made me go. But okay. is it was but, it did there was it really a basement in the house? Yes. Yeah. OK. OK. Um, there was a basement and it was um I don't know that it was creepy, but it was huge. And it was like, you would go down there and it was like the entire size of the house. Oh, wow. And there was, there was actually two rooms uh, in the basement. And, but like go, to go into the other room, you kind of like stepped up on this ledge and it was like this small door. And that was where they kept the stuff that they canned. Because okay. it was like a, a, almost like a cellar, you know, because it was partially underground. So it would stay uh, the same temperature all year round. Right. Um, so... In the dream, they would somehow get me down in the basement, and then I would try to come back upstairs, and the stairs would turn into a slide, and I couldn't get back up, and they would lock they would lock the door, and uh, once I tried the stairs and slid back down or found out I couldn't get out, then like all these <laughs> uh, like skeletons or ghosts or ghouls or something would start coming out from behind all the boxes and stuff uh, right to come right. get me now i don't think they ever quite got me i would usually wake up in a fran you know frantically uh trying to climb up the stairs but that happened i mean i'm telling you i had this dream like five times and i want to say like i was not close to this grandmother at all like right. we had no relationship whatsoever but i also didn't have any negative feelings you know right like she never right. was mean to me or bad you know she just was like the grandma that you that smelled like mothballs that you sometimes went to see but you didn't you know <laughs> right right um, right yeah so i have no reason to have like this oh i need to get out of here sensation but that was what happened every time interesting so was it when what how old were you when you're having the dream i would say it was probably started when i was probably like eight nine ten and probably okay continued. really young yeah, and probably okay. continued maybe maybe a little older, but it would have been early teens. Um, right, be- and then it continued up until like probably eighteen, nineteen. Okay, maybe seventeen, somewhere late teens. So early teens, late teens. Okay, that gotcha. was the time frame. So like so kind of like my teenage ad- yeah, your ad- an adolescent dream. Okay, yeah. Um, interesting. Okay, so did did you have like? D- did you have like negative associations with the basement itself? Like, did it, did it creep you out or was it just like you had, it was pretty, you know? Yeah. I would say it probably did creep me out a little bit just because it was like, you know, it was, it was unfinished and it was half of the wall, you know, you could see the dirt and there was stuff piled up and you didn't, I mean, you know, there could have been stuff hiding behind stuff or whatever. Right. Um, So I also, (laughs) 
which this didn't really play into their basement. But when I, like at home, we had to go downstairs to put stuff, like our washer and dryer was down in the garage and our house had some steps that goes down to the garage. And <laughs> anytime I had to go down there and it was dark, it, like I would like throw my clothes and then like run back up the stairs as fast as I could because I was always afraid something was going to be in the dark and was going to okay. get me. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah. maybe I have this reoccurring theme of like I I cannot play. You know that game in the swimming pool that people play. I think it's like shark and yeah. the sharks on one side and all the people are on the other side, and then you have to try it. The shark tries to get you. I cannot play any game where something's chasing me because I freak out. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why. Other than maybe my sister, she always said she was going to get me when I least expect it. So maybe yeah. I just solved it for myself. <laughs> It's possible. Oh, I wonder. She's always um, threatening me. Right. And also, you had talked about your, um, I know we had talked about doing like a zombie run at one point, and you were like, nope. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> I can't. I can't do things. Although, I probably would have had my fastest time ever if I didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> I would have had my fastest time ever because I would have been honestly scared and running right. on adrenaline. That's really interesting. So... Um, if you were gonna, if we were gonna listen to my mom, if we're gonna like, if it was my my mom's house dream interpretation, oh, yeah, um, like basements have they could be two, they could be mean two or three different things. So okay. it can be like your roots and your foundation and like mm-hmm. um, the place that you came from or like you know your your family heritage or lineage or things like that, mm-hmm. or um, it could be things that you're trying to like store away and bury um okay. so it could be either one of those things um and uh so i think it's i mean i think it's interesting that 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 it was your grandmother that you weren't close to and yeah. it was her basement and you know and i mean that like the ghouls and the skeletons and stuff like those are things that honestly scared you so it makes sense right. that you're like that you're like painting this fear that you had in this way where you're like actually seeing the real, yeah. the real, you know, things that really scare you to yeah. represent things that you might've been afraid of. So mm-hmm. maybe, um, and you said that people would get, take you, tell you to go down there and then they would trap you in there. Yeah. And so maybe it was a fear of, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing stuff out here. Right. Um, but maybe it was like, some type of fear of your because it was all your family right who was trapping you in there so it was like a fear of your family um trapping you in a place where you were going to be like obligated to you know be stuck with tradition or Mm -hmm. with the way things always had been or yeah um you know with like or maybe like specifically with family members or taking care of family mm-hmm. or things like that. Like, um, there's I don't know if that has anything to do with it or not, but um, but I wonder if that might have something to do with it. Or maybe it was just you were afraid that they would put you in a position where you would have to like confront something that um, that you were trying to like not deal with. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you were just afraid your sister was going to come get you. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I think was so interesting was that it was always people that I trusted getting me down there. Like, I remember there were times in the dream that I would be like, well, you know, like, that's my mom. She's not going to tell me, you know, or that's my aunt. She's not going to tell me to go somewhere that will hurt me. Right. Um, 
And so that's what I thought was always interesting. And it wasn't my sister, mm. uh, not to say that it wasn't my sister that caused it, because who knows, but... Um, I just had a thought. I just had a thought. What? 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 You're having these dreams right at the time that you're getting into adolescence. Yeah. And the thing that everybody deals with whenever they go through adolescence is that fear that maybe the adults are not right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like you begin to doubt your parents. You begin to doubt the way that you've been raised. You begin to doubt like all these things that they're in. You're like, that's part of that's part of growing up. Um, But it's also fucking terrifying. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Why teenagers are so messed up for so many years. So I wonder if that was like part of what you were like, like that was like your adolescent dream. Like that was what you were how you were dealing with that. Yeah, um, I think that makes perfect sense because cause now being an adult growing up and all this, um, I have, like, I don't have the same views as my parents on a lot right. of things, you know? Yeah. And uh, just even things, you know, just, yeah, just all sorts of things, right? So I could see that, that maybe that was me struggling with wanting to have different beliefs or opinions and kind of being conflicted about it or whatever, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. Okay. You may have just solved my basement for me. Yay. It makes me feel so much better. Because I was like, am I hiding some terrible trauma? Like, why do I keep having this dream? It is very rare. I mean, like, I have had some ridiculously traumatic dreams, and it has not been... None of those traumatic dreams have been like based on some type of hidden trauma. Like this, just really yeah. your dream, just dealing with shit that you know. Yeah, you've you got to deal with, and sometimes it gives you really vivid, horrible symbols to try to yeah. deal with that stuff because it, that forces you to react. That forces you to have an emotional reaction. And right. you know, if you're like me and you're like, I don't want to deal with this right now. Then you're, mm-hmm. you're, in my opinion, your dreams are like, well, guess what? You got to deal with it, whether you like it yeah. or not. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, well, I could share, I have a couple of dreams. I don't know if we have time to go through okay. all of them, though. But um, I'll share two that I had this week that I thought were really interesting. And they're pretty, it's pretty obvious, or at least I think it's pretty obvious what they mean. Yeah. So the first one's a funny dream. Um, mm-hmm. So I dreamt that at work. <laughs> And this was, okay, so I should preface this with the fact that Thomas and I have been watching For All Mankind, uh, which is a TV show on Apple TV um, Mm -hmm. that is like an alternate future about the moon landing. What happens if Russians land on the moon first? Okay. So it's all about the space race and stuff like that. So we've been watching that. It's really good. Um, But so I had this dream that at work, one of our leadership development exercises uh Mm -hmm. was going to the moon and so (laughs) a spaceship and we were all training you know and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and there was like a small group of us that were gonna go to the moon on this trip and then like right before like we were literally getting buckled in to the spaceship and i was like I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. And I looked at one of the bosses, not my boss, but one of the other leaders on the team. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I just not do this? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And so I just like got out of the space. And, uh, and I like went to, you know, mission control or whatever. And I was like supporting the launch and them being on the moon and stuff from the safety of a desk. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> 
because I was just like, I will die. It's not going to be pleasant. My yeah. heart's going to stop. I'm obviously, it's not going to be good. Um, and so, yeah. And I think that it's really like, I mean, you can tell me what you think that means if you want to yeah. take a stab at it. Well, so I think that's kind of interesting because what I like, what just happened there was that you, you know, so you like to help people. That makes you feel good. That's what you right, do. Right, right, right. Um, and so you were, by leaving the spaceship, although I'm sure you could have helped them on the spaceship, but by leaving the spaceship, you were still able to help them, but for safely, like you were able to safely help them. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and so I like that because it was more your comfort. And then I thought, I don't know, but you kind of, you took on, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but you took on a new role at work recently. So I don't know if there was a little bit of parallelism there with your new right. role and uh, the, the spaceship. Yeah, maybe. I feel like it may have more to do with like my future because, yeah. um, you know, like I, I spend a lot of time thinking about people who I work with um, and thinking about like what their futures are going to look like because, yeah. you know, I don't really care about my own career, but I want to be able to help people. Uh, develop yeah. theirs. And so yeah. like the people who were on the spaceship with me are ones that I see as future leaders in our company. Right. And so for me, I feel like I was making a very conscious decision to be like, maybe I want to ah, do this. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Nope. This is not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can totally see that. I don't want to be a leader. <laughs> right. And you're just like, congrats, guys. Good job. You guys right. go on. I'll just be right here. I'll be here supporting you from the ground. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I love it. So, um, so that was my kind of my silly dream. Um, mm -hmm. But then uh, another dream that I had, which we don't have to interpret it because it's pretty freaking obvious when I when I tell the story. Okay. Um, so I grew up uh, on a farm with my like basically raised by my grandparents off and on, and mm -hmm. um, they had an old farmhouse, and then they had a little trailer that they put up when I was like in sixth grade. And then my mm -hmm. mom moved into the trailer and I grew up from sixth grade on in that trailer. And then after mm -hmm. my mom moved out and I had Ashlyn, I moved into the trailer and then I lived there for several years until my grandfather passed away and my grandmother had to sell the farmland. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times when I have house dreams, my house is either that trailer or okay. the farmhouse. Like, it's never, yeah. it's never like the house I actually live in. It's always going back <laughs> to those houses. Yeah. And um, so this was one of those house dreams where it was the trailer. But it was framed in such a way that Thomas and I owned the trailer. Um, but we didn't live there. We were just like, okay. we, I just, you know, we owned it. And I didn't want to let it go. Because right. it was my, my home, you know, when I was yeah. a kid. And so we were visiting... Um, and somebody from down the street showed up and was like, you know, we want to give you all of this money for your trailer and your land. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and Thomas was like, look, we'll do whatever you want to do. Um, but this is like a ridiculously good offer. This is like three times what this place is worth. Yeah. Um, and we could do a lot with this money. And, you know, we could sit, we could pay off the house that we have. And I was like, uh. and so I had like this whole thing where I was like, in the backyard and it was um you know a warm summer day and i mm -hmm. looked out on the the hills the foothills that were behind the house they're like small mountains and you know i was looking out on it and i was just like i have got to i've got to let it go like i've got to let yeah. this go i can't keep holding on to this place because you know 
I loved it and it served me well and it's okay for me to let it go and move on, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we agreed to do that. And then I walked back in and I went upstairs because obviously, you know, Dream Logic, a trailer has an upstairs. Uh, <laughs> right? Did not, in, did not in the real life. Um, <laughs> into the attic, again, Dream Logic. Uh -huh. And my grandfather is there. And he is painting the walls of the attic purple, but it's mm -hmm. a really terrible shade of purple. <laughs> it's like he's painting the walls like this sort of like light fluorescent purple. And then he's <laughs> he's got the trim, this like darker purple, but they don't match at all. They're like not the right shade. Uh, yeah. um, but like he's doing it anyway because he's trying to help us. Like, yeah. get the, the house ready to sell, basically. Yeah. Or the trailer ready to sell. And so, and I just was, you know, he's like this old man painting my attic just because. And painting yeah. it my favorite color. <laughs> even though it's, you know, he, he's, he was always really bad at uh, interior design. So that's actually probably just real a real life detail. Um, right. But I looked at him and I was just like, and I don't remember now exactly what I said. Mm -hmm. But I, like, had this moment where I just, like, spoke from my heart, like, all mm -hmm. of this gratitude that I had for him for all of the stuff that he had done for me throughout yeah. my life and was continuing to do for me. And, um, and I also made a joke out of it because in my family, it was really hard to, like, to, like, actually share emotions that way. So you had okay. to kind of make light out of it or make a joke out of it because you know, otherwise it would make people really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but, but I was also letting him know exactly how I felt, which I don't know if I ever did that when he was alive, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was just like this really beautiful moment of connection. Aww. I was like, I'm finally telling you this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the whole dream. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I think it's pretty obvious yeah. <laughs> what all that means. Um, right. but, uh, but it was one of those situations where, you know, my <laughs> papa was there and I was able to like talk to him and he's yeah. still doing stuff to help me because he's such a good, he was such a good guy. Um, yeah. so <sighs> anyway, those are, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's my happy ending to like, to leave us <laughs> on. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think all of our examples are just kind of reaffirming that um, dreams are just the brain's way of dealing, our theory, you know, reaffirming our theory of, hey, this is like your subconscious working through things, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, you know, I, obviously, like, I still cling to a lot of stuff in my past that I probably need to let go of. And right. I feel like I am at this point where I'm beginning to learn to let go of a lot of it. Um, but also there's some things that you don't need to let go of, like yeah. Papa painting yeah. your, painting your attic, an ugly purple color. <laughs> well, good thing it was the attic and not the actual parts that people would see. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Thanks for painting the attic. <laughs> uh, he like for real, um, whenever he remodeled that trailer, uh, right mm -hmm. before I moved into it, mm -hmm. put the, mo the ugliest, wallpaper you've ever seen in your life in the master bedroom it was well because he would always get stuff like on clearance at yep. like some place 
And uh, so it was like these, it had these gigantic, like as big as your head, pink roses. Oh my gosh. <laughs> all over it. And it was oh. textured. It was like a textured oh. wallpaper. Oh, it no. was horrible. And so yeah. like when I moved in, I was like, can I just, is it okay if I just paint over this? He was like, yeah, sure. That's yeah. fine. So I just like painted over it with white paint. And uh, yeah. then I drew all over my walls, like with ah. ink. It was yeah. perfect. It was exactly what I needed. So it was fine. But <laughs> Nice. Big, gigantic pink roses. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> uh, I don't know. No. He was great at landscaping. Yeah. He was like a master landscaper and gardener and builder. Yeah. Um, but uh, interior design just was not his <laughs> forte. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of interior design, so The Sims has has come out with uh, an interior design expansion on the sims 4 yeah (laughs) so i bought it i guess like on wednesday or thursday or something and i have been playing that for the last two nights like (laughs) we would have dinner and then i just get trapped in this sims 4 interior design uh world oh my god that's hilarious yeah it's so much fun but i think i know for at least six or seven hours already i remember how addicted the sims were because i was like so addicted to the sims but you know what the sims taught me a lot of things about life they taught me that you had to make sure that all of your levels were green so (laughs) you had to make sure that you got sleep and rest and food and social interaction and have fun because if you didn't do all of these things then you would not be happy that's right go crazy and gigantic bunnies would visit you (laughs) what that's i must have missed that one But uh, they, yeah, and they also taught me that you need to pee before you get in the shower because if you pee after the shower, your hygiene goes down. Of course, <laughs> um, they have made all that a little easier. It used to like I swear you would wake up four hours before you had to leave for work, and you would only have time to like use the bathroom and yes. take a shower, and you and like your car would be there, and it'd be like, well, how long does it take to pee? You know, but to, um, that is that is true to life though. <laughs> that's true um but one thing that they've changed that i could not i this made me so mad uh if you don't exercise your sim gains weight (gasps) yeah no i i uh you know that's not even accurate i I know people don't have to exercise that's true that's true but maybe it's because i've been eating cake i don't know but um i don't know if the food makes a difference but i'm probably on like day five or six and um well i guess it doesn't really matter because it's sim time but uh i noticed like i I put on a uh, my running clothes which is just like a sports bra and a pair of shorts and um i was like is my sim bigger are you sure are you sure that you're not pregnant well, I don't have a boyfriend yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> James lives across the street, and I'm working on him. But I, my bar, our bar is only halfway full. We just became good friends. You know, it takes a lot of time in this game. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I looked it up. I googled it, and you're if you don't exercise, your sim gets bigger. Oh my god, that is yep. so wrong. That I is know. so wrong on I so know. many levels. Oh, jeez. So yeah, so now I'm obsessing about it. Every morning I get up and I go for a jog. Um, oh, so no. We'll see. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> In fact, sorry, and I'll quit going on about it. But No, it's I, all right. Um, I, so I've been trying to prioritize going for a jog. And 
so I didn't take my shower before I went to work and I was stinky and um, I started to take a shower at the client's house and the client was like, he came over and he said, that's inappropriate. Please stop. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Oh, that so, is anyway. hilarious. Yeah. But that's, uh, otherwise I'm enjoying it. And they're about to come out with a country cottage expansion, which is like Ooh. overalls and farm animals and little... Oh, that would be, I would be all about that. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up getting it. (laughs) Oh, and they have one for um, uh, ghost hunting. They have one where you... Oh. Yeah, that's your career. You can be a ghost hunter and you, um, so you go find ghosts and then when you, you can talk to them and you can do seances and stuff with them. Oh my gosh. You probably shouldn't let me know that there's like a Sims out. I'm going to get this and then I'm not going to do anything. It'll be like Animal Crossing all over again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same type of game, too. Yeah, it really is. Let me do my tasks. <laughs> Let me make sure that I have food. Yep. Somehow they some made real life fun. I don't understand. Yeah. But real life is so much more fun if it's not real life. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Well, I'm, I'm done with my sandwich. <laughs> that's okay. I'll put it in show notes. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you, too. And I will talk to you next week. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho